You're listening to Trekkers Talks Live. I'm Raquel Packets, your host and guide into the minds of our nation's most unsung heroes, truck drivers. Our mission is to share the stories, insights, and wisdom of the men and women of the road, all in an effort to make the transportation industry a better place. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Raquel Packets with Trucker Talks Live. I have James Bartlett here with me at the I-80 truck stop in Iowa. We've got trucks all around us starting up. <laughs> we'll just deal with the sound. <laughs> so James is owner of Papa Bear Dispatching LLC and you've been a driver for how many years? 30, 30 plus years. 30 plus years. Amazing. And when I asked you what you drove, you said everything all in the above. <laughs> I drove everything clear back to B61 Max. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Triplex transmissions. Um, I drove Pete's, Gimworth's, Freightliners, Internationals, Autocars. And what was your favorite? They're all good. They're all good? <laughs> didn't, have a, didn't have a particular? I don't like Pete's really. I don't like Kenworth's. I don't like paying for the name. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, One run better or smoother for you than the others? Yeah. My favorite is Bobo's. Bobo's? Okay. Okay. Most recently I worked for Cook Trucking and they're pretty much all Bobo's. Okay. Okay. Very nice. I got They've a got a truck over on that outside row. Okay. I'll have to check it out. For Marine Division. Awesome. Awesome. I, I left them in May to open my own business, but I still promote them. I was there like almost five years and... Just like now, um, they they did a good job. They oh yeah. did you right, right? Oh yeah. So before we we got on live, you were talking about honesty being the number one thing that you feel like you need to, that we need to bring into the industry, and I couldn't agree more. But yeah. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Well, being a retired military, honesty and integrity is everything. If you can't be honest, you don't need to be in business. And there's lying going on all the time. I mean, there's brokers out here, triple brokering, double brokering, and just robbing the owner-operators. And I know you guys have panned around and looked at stuff, but pretty much all these trucks are out here making money, but the brokers are taking the money from them. So, like George, I like the idea that they're trying to change that, and that's somebody I'd like to partner with, is somebody that wants to change the industry. Yeah. And sure. we do that one business at a time. It slowly did make a change. Yes, a hundred percent. So so I heard you said that you actually had a triple brokered load and that is one of the things that has I've seen a major increase in yeah. over the past couple years is having double brokered, triple brokered things and having drivers getting like raped of their money. Oh yeah. Um, so you said I've got a driver that's still waiting to collect on $3,500 load. Okay. So what are some of the things that you are seeing that you can put into place to be able to, to protect your drivers? I mean, well, the one thing I do every time is make sure you credit check the broker. Okay. That's a good one. One thing that on the forums, I'm on multiple forums. The one thing I have heard through the different forums and I'm noticing it. A lot of load, or a lot of the, as we're calling them, scab brokers. Yeah. It's a term from old trucking days. 
that guys that went in and broke the picket lines were called scabs. Okay. For when there was union trucking. Yeah. And they'd go in and break the unions and still haul the loads because the customer still needs the loads hauled. Right. But um, they, the ones that are double brokering, usually primarily work off their website, email us, no phone calls, and they also, if you look on DAT, a lot of them are in big capital letters to draw your attention to them. But when you check their credit, like I check a lot of them through eCapital, and then I have drivers on iThrive, and uh, both of those are good funding agencies. And I mean, the minute you check them, one trigger, if you click on their MC number, and it doesn't take you to the DAT uh, data card. Yeah. Chances are they're bad. Okay. Now, are a lot of those brokers also newer? Like, are they? Oh, yeah. They have a newer uh, oh, yeah. MC or a one four one one three seven. A lot of it, pretty much anything one three seven or newer, is less than six months. Just like in trucks. Yeah. One four ones, one three sevens. Those are all less than six month authorities. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm dealing with. A lot of guys come to me because they're new authorities and uh, say that C.H. Robinson's and that won't work with them but she'll tell you I have a gift of talking I can get a lot of brokers to say hey I'll take the chance um, just because I come across as being honest I tell them point blank hey these guys are new but you were new once let's give them a chance right. you know and so, so from the broker's point of view, which is my point of view, how I have a 90-day policy. A driver has to be in business for 90 days prior to being allowed to haul for logistics dynamics because that's just their corporate role. Now, what do drivers do for those first 90 days? Exactly. That's right? what I do. Like, I think a lot of times uh, you've got to find your own clientele and drive directly for them for the first 90 days in order to build up your reputation and show that you can pass safety checks and that you're not going to have an accident right or you have a broker or dispatcher like me that knows people right and i've got a buddy who has he's had his own authority since uh 99 yeah and i've actually worked for him i've brokered loads for him i say brokered i worked for him and got loads self-dispatch but um i'll go off with and I mean, I've talked to brokers off and on. I've self-dispatched for 10 plus years. So I've got a rapport with them. I'll go, oh yeah, is so-and-so still working for you? And pretty soon I'm, I got a load for my guys, you know? Yeah. It's and I, I remember have. things. Yes. I got a good memory, don't I, babe? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so it's the old saying, who you know. Yes, it's all in Can go a long way. In the honesty, like I, I truly rely on my own personal barometer in reading people when I talk to drivers on the phone. If I get that funny feeling in my gut whenever I'm talking to them, I'm like, mm, there's something not right here. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go through with giving them a load. Oh yeah. Do you have that same feeling? Oh yeah. yeah. Um, and there's um, not just that. You can 
tell. I mean, my straight truck guy, the one that just got basically cheated on the load. Yeah. I was leery to do it because I've never booked loads for straight box trucks before. And that's what I was going to talk to you guys about and see if you had stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but he's new and he is just trying to find stuff. He's based out of Georgia and his biggest problem is he gets antsy and he deadheads. I'm like, dude, you're going to go out of business if you yeah. keep deadheading. Fuel costs too much to do that. It's and too much. So, yeah, I mean, there's just so many struggles out there. Well, so whenever he gets somewhere, is he one of the ones that's newer? Has a yeah. newer authority? Yeah, less than three months. Yeah, okay. So then he <laughs> kind of gets stranded in a way because he doesn't have a way of getting another load. Well, as a matter of fact, I got him a cheap short load down to Camden, Arkansas. Okay. Anybody that goes to Camden, Arkansas knows you're going to bounce. Yeah. What's he do? He takes off and deadheads to Georgia. 600 and some miles. <laughs> that's a lot of fuel mileage. And that's a lot of Come Monday, he tells me he's in Georgia. Wow. I'm like, well, I'm still looking for your loads in Arkansas. Right. Communication is key. 100%. I couldn't And I push that, too. I couldn't agree more. So that and I broke or book a lot of loads through JB Hot Power only. Um, most of my guys are running 350 to four plus or to three plus a mile consistent since I opened my doors. Awesome. And uh, the guy he's doing a $5,900 load to California right now. From where? Starting from where? He actually dropped in Ochilada, Oklahoma. Okay. Up at Walmart, DC. Nice. He took a $975 load to there out of Dallas. And he picked this one up in Little Rock. They paid him to deadhead to Little Rock. Wow. $200 to deadhead from Ochilada to Little Rock. And then they paid him $250 layover because he couldn't make it there in time. Nice. So he's making $5,900 go to. Did you say California? Okay. <laughs> My next question is, what did you know about the B AB5 in California? Yeah, he's got a 2020 truck. So he has a newer truck, so he's okay. <laughs> all right, good, good, good. <laughs> that's one of the things that's out there now, you know. We've all oh, got to yeah. be aware and have an idea of what's well, happening. You know, us old school guys, we're kind of laughing at this. Because we've said for years, all this stuff to Arizona, Nevada, Utah, drop it in a warehouse and let California worry about their yep. stuff. Yeah. So they can go ahead and put in all the laws in California they want. Gavin, New Gavin Newsom can sit on it. I'm hearing that a <laughs> lot, a lot. I have, I have a company that I work with that just runs Texas to California. And I asked them, I said, what are you going to do? And they told me, um, well, we'll diversify. We'll go elsewhere. California can figure out a way to get their own freight. You know? I'm anti-politics on some things. and So that's Nancy Pelosi's world out there. And, <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> well, this has been awesome. Is there anything else that you want to share with uh, new drivers coming into the into the industry? Just keep the good Lord in your heart and trek up. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate all your time and your wisdom and everything that you're doing out there. I. That's another thing I'm doing. I'm trying. I mean, I. I joke about this because. I came off the road in May, and um, I think it was February, I lost a cousin driving, 
between him and I, we had 60 plus years combined. And I don't know, it just something kind of went out of me that I'm not enjoying it as much anymore uh, being on the road. And I've seen everything, done, been everywhere, because I've been in all 48 lower pretty much my whole trucking career. And I've done five provinces of Canada and every border town. Wow. So there's not anything new I can do. Yeah. And I've, like I said, I've pulled almost every kind of trailer. The only thing I haven't pulled is actual true tanker and hazmat loads. Okay. And, you know, not really wanting to do that. And so, you know, I just try to pass on what I've known. And it's one thing I can get back, you know? Yeah, well, you have a lot of industry knowledge to share. I mean, I got brokers trying to get me to come on to their independent broker programs. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, I can't do that. <laughs> That's the opposite of what I do. Because my special skill is beating up brokers. Right. I can't go to the other side of the table. <laughs> but you realize it pays six yeah. to seven figures, right? Yeah, and I know why. Because <laughs> you're taking it. Um, but I am considering one out of Texas. They got a good program, and uh, or I'm going to go get my own broker authority and try to change the industry that way. There you go. That's always a, okay, that, that's what I did. I came from a big tr uh, brokerage and decided to step away to make my own company because I felt like drivers aren't treated the right way. We need to make sure that we're working together. This is all a a community, and um, it's not me versus you. We're together on this. I want to support you and make sure you have all the information you need to get the job done easily, smoothly, and as efficiently as possible. Yeah, and there's so a lot of secretism the in the brokerage. There was. I think there yes. should be transparency. Transparency in what? The rates? Well, from the broker to the trucker. You uh, know, they're never going to come out and tell you what they actually made off the load. But say you're the actual broker. You don't know what your boss booked that load for from the company. Right. Because most brokers are in another tier. The one that booked the load from the customer is up here. Then there's a broker. And then there's an uh, intermediary mm -hmm. or an associate broker. And then it goes to the trucker. Mm -hmm. That's why when you call into like TQL, my enemy, I will not book anything. I boycotted them 10 years ago, and my guys are like, why don't you go after this load to TQL? And I said, here's a number, because I will not call them. So, I don't care I if it was the last brokerage. I came from a big brokerage. brokerage world, very similar to TQL, okay? And that's why I left, because I, I didn't like the way that we were being told we have to make sure that we make our certain percentage. We couldn't take drivers into consideration. I couldn't make certain decisions. I now have my own company, and that's where I call myself more like the driver's broker, because I'm not here to make six figures. I'm here to make a living, share stories like yours, and just get the word out there. And yeah. I think that there's more companies like that, but I think that we need to help change the industry in order to guide people to use those smaller brokers, right? It's all about small see, business supporting small business. Yeah, see, 
the C.H. Robinsons and stuff, they want to go to Caterpillar. So only they can put out a million trucks a year. Right. But what about Joe's manufacturing shop down here on Main Street in Wilton, Iowa, you know? Yep. Nobody thinks about him. I do. Yeah. <laughs> That's where that's where See, I, say, I grew up in West Central Illinois farming country. Yeah. And I grew up even hauling at Hopper Bottoms. I've held a CDL since '86. My first license was a chauffeur's license. That's awesome. I'm fourth generation. Fourth generation. <laughs> my grandpa, my great grandpa, my dad, my brothers, my cousins. That's amazing. <laughs> amazing. And you're still here, and you're doing it safely. And we appreciate that. And you're, you said you were in the military as well, so we greatly appreciate yeah, that. 87 to 91. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Like, for all of it, because I'm telling you, being a trucker is not easy. I know. I sat beside a behind desk, and I know that it's not easy, and I appreciate you. So I just want you to know that. Thanks. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me and taking time out of this amazing show. And I hope you have a wonderful day.